0: I am the deputy, Stu Kaufman.
1: And I am stark raving mad, Amy (laughs) McLeod.
2: And I'm a bag full of cats that's never, never, ever resolved. My name is Pat J. (laughs) I
1: forgot about the bag full of cats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And today we watched The White Buffalo from 1977, directed by J. Lee Thompson, and starring... Charles Bronson, Jack Warden, and Will Sampson. And uh <laughs> there, there were some characters in this movie and with the expectation we'd see them again and then we never saw them again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pretty and much. Amy, you seem you seem like you have something to get off your chest. <laughs> oh, so much. So much. I I don't
1: I, I guess I should tell everyone what happened in this movie. Can you I'll give you the elevator pitch two two dudes go kill a buffalo <laughs> <laughs> would be the you know if I had to say it in a second
0: it's very succinct mm-hmm.
1: the the mm-hmm. the long mm-hmm. version is uh <laughs> we've got crazy horse <laughs> i I can't get through this <laughs> okay we got <laughs> and it's not even funny so. <laughs>
0: Crazy Horse gets the band back together.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> Crazy Horse. His uh, his daughter is murdered by a buffalo. Which just let that sink in. Uh, so, in order to assure ensure that her spirit ascends to the heavens, he must hunt and kill this buffalo and then drape its its pelt over her body. Which pretty badass. I'm like, okay, it's an I'm excellent,
0: in. Feel excellent, good. Uh, yeah,
1: but then we spend the next hour and a half of the film. With the uh, Wild Bill Hickok, who has been dreaming of a white—he's been dreaming of a white buffalo, uh, and Christmas, and Christmas, <laughs> and a white Christmas. So he decides to track it down and kill it, as anyone would when they dream of something. Uh-huh.
2: So, uh-huh. so he—I had a dream about a sandwich the other day, and I went out the next day and killed one for lunch, and it was great.
0: I, right. I mean that I—I I understand. Like you—you you went and burned a deli to the ground
1: not equal steaks here like little it was a little club imbalanced.
2: sandwich so it wasn't a steak at all
1: <laughs> ah! what are you doing not ah! eating a cheesesteak what the hell Jail.
2: <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> damn it not eating cheesesteak jail yeah <laughs> so anyway i'm sorry okay. continue
1: so we spend all of five minutes getting the cool intro to the story with crazy horse and the next Hour and a half of the film with Wild Bill Hickok, where we watch him chase down rumors of this white buffalo, and we get to watch him shoot a bunch of soldiers who want him dead for some reason. We get, him wa- we get to watch him not have sex with Kim Novak for no apparent reason. We get to watch him <laughs> shoot some dudes in a crowded saloon for no good reason except to set up a somewhat cool shootout later in the snow. Um, and then we get to see a lot of his weathered face.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And s- mm-hmm.
0: let's not forget Slim Pickens with a bag of cats.
2: God almighty, the cats. Hope they're all right. Yeah. You know, this bad-eyed geezer gave me $10 to scare up all the stray cats I can find in Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, Pat, I'm glad you brought that up because I was so excited to see... What was going to happen with this bag of cats? He had a yeah. sack full of cats and he was like, "Yeah, sack I got them for this guy." And then Wild Bill's like, "I know that guy." And I thought we were going to go see the guy. But there nothing's ever brought like what does he want the cats for?
2: Right. <laughs> I thought right.
1: Cuz he he immediately goes into a house after that interaction and I was really hoping he would open the door and you would just hear a whole bunch of meowing cuz it's some kind of cat oh, I order. Know. Oh, I was
2: yeah. so I had I was so hoping. I had such high hopes. For that, uh, for Chekhov's bag of cats, <laughs> right? But it never went off because I don't know. Charles Bronson wrote this story in one night on a coke binge. Apparently, this was a novel.
0: Yeah, this was based on a book, and, and the screenplay was uh... written by the novelist. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What did? Aha. Uh-huh. And let
1: me, let me just, I I have a little rant that I'd like to about the the, the core of why this movie made me angry. And I mean, I'm, I'm no expert film critic. I haven't seen like a ton of movies, but I've seen enough. I feel like I'm, I'm a person on the internet with an opinion and now I'm (laughs) forcing all of you to
2: hear it. So I would like I, I for one would like to hear this opinion because it sounds uh uh, uh at least enthusiastic. Thank you. Yes. yes. This, I this. too as an
0: internet person am eager to hear what you have to say.
2: Thank you. Us internet people would like to hear your internet person opinion. I can't on wait to movie. I'm gonna, Perfect. I love it. So in my experience, you
1: know, any kind of art, movies included, is designed to elicit some sort of response from the viewer. You know, be it you know, Make you smile, laugh, cry, uh, maybe get incredibly angry, make you think, you know. And typically you can tell what that intent is. Like you can, Mm -hmm. you know, if I'm watching Legally Blonde, I know that they're going to try to make me laugh. And they're going to try to make me also see that having hyper feminine traits doesn't make you stupid. Uh, (laughs) Or if I'm watching Band of Brothers. The intent is uh, for me to then go call my exact same thing. Yeah. (laughs) So then, you know, go call my granddad and thank him for his service while I cry in a corner. Uh,
2: That's it. That's it. Which is, oddly enough, my reaction to Legally Blonde.
1: (laughs) Valid response. Because that's the also, you know, it is subjective. It's It's a subjective experience. It's going to mean different things to different people. But this movie, I have no idea, like... The message that I think it's supposed to say is, oh, hey, Crazy Horse hates white people. Oh, Bill Hickok hates Indians. Now they're friends. Oh, I guess we beat racism, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yeah, one of the last lines of the film is Crazy Horse. After he's been like, oh, we are brothers, we have suckled from the same teat, you and I, <laughs> which I'm like, yeah. please One don't say One day we shall that. meet
0: in Stovacore.
1: <laughs> right, like, but then after that, like, right after that, he's like, well, I hope I never see you again, because we'll probably kill each other. And I was like, like that is the truest oh. thing this movie has said the entire time, and it completely undoes the intended message, which wasn't even presented very well, and I want to stab.
0: Can't be undone. I will tell no others, but long hair, though you and I are brothers, we must never meet again. Hear me, my friend. These are my words. We must never cross paths in the tomorrow, Or if we do, I will see only a white enemy.
1: Stab. Well, Stab. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is r- well, I think you, I think the thing that you're missing here, like your opinion, is valid. Thank you, and and I totally get that. I think the thing that you're missing here is that Buffalo totally was real.
0: <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt in my mind. That <laughs> this
1: wasn't uh, like Disney's the White Buffalo, the Experience, and Pizza Place.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it certainly was a Buffalo in real landscapes. It definitely was not. A mechanical bull in some bar somewhere that was like shuffled off into a, I don't know, I want to say soundstage.
0: This movie was so, the special effects in this movie were so real, I felt that at any moment I was going to emerge in a log flume ride (laughs) with my hands in the air and to be doused with cold water.
2: And then open fire uh, on whatever, <laughs> as Charles Bronson, as Wild Bill Hickok, did constantly in this movie. Waking up, unloading his guns into I don't know a wall or a train car or a hotel room, a girlfriend, whatever.
0: Opening this Memorial Day, Walt Disney World's <laughs> Charles Bronson, the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Oh. That's
2: horrifying. Yeah, yeah. The 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 whole plot, I mean like really, it was so barely held together. It was like it was like a threadbare piece of like it was like a sock. Yeah. Like like a rogue sock you find that you can still match with another sock that still kind of works but it's a newer sock but the old one like wears out in the heel and eventually you do the laundry one day and you're like this sock doesn't have a heel anymore and I got to get rid of it. Yeah. Mm. That's the consistency of this plot, is that sock. It's like, uh, what? It's awful. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Right. And you just throw it away. Or you
0: put your foot in the sock, and then it just opens up a hole as big as your thumb. And you're like, all you right. Mean,
1: you know what it felt like? It felt like this was all the scenes of a movie that was way cooler, and these were the scenes that were cut from that cooler movie.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't... All right, so I, my, my main problem, like, if, if we go through the story, like... Yeah, you know, uh, a crazy horse's daughter gets murdered by a buffalo. I assume it was a knife attack or something. <laughs> no, I think it was a f- no,
1: forty-five. I... No, <laughs> yeah,
2: bam, 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 bam. Um, and 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 so he's you know he's going to avenge death, and then Charles Bronson, I don't know, fever dreams about about white buffalo, and I don't know why he has to go out and kill it though. What? But I'll tell you, it was worth it for me for two things. The fact that Charles Bronson did not attempt a Western accent at all. Oh, no. It was just, it was just Charles Bronson being Charles Bronson from Death Wish.
0: <laughs> Good morning. I regret the flummery of last night.
2: As Wild Bill Hickok. And that I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, and his costumes were pretty cool. He looked
0: like a steampunk hipster. Exactly, yes. As I mentioned to Amy during our watch, when's Charles Bronson going to climb into a Zeppelin?
1: <laughs> yeah, he definitely looked like the villain from a, like a steampunk movie. I was like...
2: But he really looked badass he did. when he was standing in front of a f- pile of buffalo bones.
0: That was creepy.
2: That's, I love that. That's the cover
0: of a, uh, of a metal album, almost certainly.
2: I mean, listen... You're telling me, like, I did not think that exact (laughs) thought the moment I saw it. I'm already writing the song Pile of Buffalo Bones featuring Charles Bronson in my metal band, and that'll be the album cover. Hell yeah. Because it's so badass. That was cool. It did have some
1: cool imagery, um, Mm -hmm. but the story, it was just like, the story was just so dumb, and I hated it. (laughs)
2: so truth be told i watched this with a i've got a group of friends that i watch movies with on uh on sundays and and you know we're we're kind of you know spread apart and and some of us are here in virginia some of us are in cleveland and 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 we watch bad movies like that's that's our whole mo and so this came up on the uh on the old algorithm (laughs) and uh And we're like, yeah, let's watch this. This is going to be bad. And it did not disappoint that group. But the entire time, we're going, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, let's talk about that buffalo. We talked about it a little
1: bit. But I'm like, does that thing just run around like a goddamn train, like barreling through things constantly? Well,
0: it was clearly on rails.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I mean, yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: they only had it on the screen for no more than, like, two or three seconds, because if you looked long enough, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see the dollies where where this thing moves along.
1: (laughs) And everyone kept saying, like, oh, they put down the last white buffalo somewhere else, and I was like, how would you know?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. And, like, you know, when Charles Bronson wakes up for the second time out of the dream about the white buffalo shooting in a room full of people a second time from a dead sleep, and shoots the ceramic white buffalo head. He says,
0: They gave you a white buff head? You a doxy? That's worth 2,000 gold.
2: Huh? How do you know that?
1: Yeah. And then she's like, I just had it painted. Like, it's not real. Like, And then she's like, I don't want to see you ever again. I was like, okay, wow. That lady that was, uh, that was a quick changed turn her tune. Because he was all like, <laughs> I've got some kind of venereal disease. And she's like, don't worry. I probably gave it to you. And I
2: was like, whoa, lady, you need to like... You need right. to back off. She, she's ab- there was a uh, and honestly, li- it, we could dive into that. There was a lot of not having sex in this. Yeah, movie. oh yeah. She was about to show you a boob, both boobs. You just like, and then you just, you said no. I was because <laughs> yeah. like,
1: she's like, oh don't worry, you could just lay there. Like I was like, what is happening?
2: <laughs> right, right, right. And then there was the uh, then there was the guy in the bar in the saloon where he was like, you know, come behind this curtain and get your freak on, right. your dick, you know, suck for a buck right right and she's like it's okay and he's like i swear this is the first time and it's like what yeah why did we see that well like what is this about is that is this like it was the whole story about impotence and the fact that like you know charles bronson couldn't kill the white buffalo is that like is this an impotent story well it's the malaise era everyone just wants to go and sit on the couch
1: it's like I don't want any, I don't want any Beige. funny business. Yeah. I just, just want to save a minute.
0: Yeah, the over, yeah, the, the, what was the color palette of this movie? White and brown. Brown. <laughs> Beige. This this movie comes with the free brown, like Dodge Aspen. <laughs> just a big blocky brown car. <laughs> That's what the, Yeah, if this movie was a car, it would be a Dodge Aspen. There are small cars and there are small cars. And then there's Dodge Aspen, the small car with the accent on comfort.
2: Oh, with a V8 that makes, like, 120 horsepower. <laughs> a, a comical fart noise as it goes down the road. <laughs> Room for the whole family. Bench seats. <sighs> you, could, you
0: could... Yeah, you could... Yeah, it's the Malaysia, area, so you're not really going to want to travel. You're just going to be like, ah, uh,
1: uh, let's just... Let's just sit in the Aspen... <laughs> Let some time pass.
2: All right, kids. Let's go and sit in the Aspen. <sighs> Pretend we're going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, so I th- there was definitely an impotence theme throughout this whole movie, and maybe that's like the genius behind it. Maybe the movie isn't about the white buffalo at all. Maybe it's about impotence. <laughs> you know?
1: I guess. I That's a better, <laughs> a better Analysis than probably what was intended. I feel like it was supposed to be Moby Dick of the West. Uh-huh, that's what I was uh-huh. hoping.
0: That's that's what I was hoping for. And yeah, fuck. Like yeah. it's and it started off so ominous. I was like, is this a horror movie? That's yeah. In the cool. beginning, I was like, did we
1: switch tapes? Are we watching The Thing right now? Like,
2: <laughs> listen, I love the type treatment. I love the the music that it started with. I think that was great. Uh, but. uh, yeah, it it did not live up to the to the Moby Dick of the West. You know, it, and if we think about westerns that have that theme, there are many, you know. Yeah. Um and I would say, you know, the the last modern interpretation I saw of that which is arguably western is um Fury, Mad Max Fury Road. Right. Which is uh, like how how much of a white whale story is that? The war rig at the end when it when it spoilers when it is captured and it turns over. George Miller, the the sound designer for that movie, not George Miller, he's the director. um, But they they edited in the sound of that truck crashing. They actually edited in audio of a whale dying. Ah. Which made it so badass. And all those badass things, I think they probably attempted with this movie, but they were all... Just they're all sitting in the Aspen, and
0: and and this could have very well been a very good horror movie. And even and you wouldn't even need like a supernatural aspect to it. I mean, it could just be an oversized albino buffalo with a taste for blood.
1: I wanted some backstory on that thing. Why does it want to eat people?
0: Because let's look at American folklore here. What is the scariest thing in American folklore? At least to you know the settler population, and less so to, it's the forest. It's the wilderness. You don't know what's out there. It's so dark and I'm scared. Please hold me. You know what's out there? Charles Bronson?
2: Sasquatch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Come on, and guides the white S- buffalo. And and the Jersey Devil yeah. and the Sheep Squatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Flatwoods monster. The Bun and the Mothman. The bunny man. Uh the, uh the snallygaster. Oh shit. Uh or as I call it down in Southwest Virginia, uh the wood booger. <laughs> The Woodbugger, the Woodbugger. Well, well, okay. Uh, All right no. then. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that knowledge, Pat.
2: Uh. Hey, I, I, I am a folklorist.
0: Speaking of folklore, <laughs> this this movie was just stuffed to the gunnels with weird folk terminology.
2: <laughs> stuffed to the gunnels. Give us some examples, too. I'll be a Dutchman. Um, I'll be a Dutchman. Yeah. Let's see. That is true. What
0: what does that even mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Well I'll be a Dutchman. Well I'm thrifty and I wear wooden shoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Another one was um when uh the 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 coot that was uh hanging out with Charles Bronson and the to hunt the thing wanted to shoot crazy horse he said,
0: try hanging a wooden suit on that child. You'll answer to me.
2: And I was like, I, I don't a wooden suit. What, what my personal favorite was when he was asking how many men Charles Bronson killed by asking him how many men have you rubbed out? I, I caught that uh, too. I was like, mm, <laughs> phrasing, uh... <laughs> which even more, it's like, is this a movie about impotence and jacking off? And you know, well, wooden suit made me think, like, is that, isn't
0: that? that, like, a costume like da- uh, David Byrne wore at a Talking Heads concert?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get David Byrne on the phone. <laughs> We're talking about slang in a Charles Bronson western. <laughs> it wasn't very good. <laughs> there, there was also
1: another really good line from the, the coot, who and he said, it's probably the scariest line in the film, uh, says... You want I should foreclose on his mortgage? And I was like, "Whoa.
2: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary yeah. thought." <laughs> foreclose on his mortgage. You what want mean? I should
0: suspend him permanently with a record from school? <laughs> I don't fucking know.
2: Oh man. There there were a lot of really there's a lot of really weird shit in this movie. Yeah. Like like for example, they were in the uh, I, I guess Wild is coming to town. And he was in the stagecoach with the guy who cussed. Yeah. And the lady. Yes. And uh, he was getting on him about cussing, and then she started cussing, and then she got shot right up the butthole. That was confused. So, so that scene. It was (laughs) meaningless. Yeah, he's
1: riding the stagecoach with these couple of jamokes. Uh...
2: (laughs) oh yeah that's uh man weird weird terminology is terrible this movie anyway back to the jamotes yeah and then like (laughs) so they they
1: stop the thing for i guess to take a break and there's some horses there and then you know the, the slim pickens is like oh my gosh there's some bodies here and i i at first it sounded like they were they were throwing them into the stagecoach and i was like oh are they still alive like i have no i still don't know if they were alive or not uh, and then, like, there's the the I guess crazy horse, and there's some sh- another guy shooting, and then the lady's beep, just beep, 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 dead. Beep. Like, they didn't even check her vitals. It was <laughs> like, oh, she's walking in glory or something like that. And I was like, right,
2: what? Right, walking in glory. And then, and then, like, <clears throat> it was clear that she was shot up the butthole. It was like, why? I I, I have no idea. That whole scene like, served zero purpose. As so many scenes yeah. in this movie did. Yeah. Like, did they just skip around the chapters? Was he like, all right, I got, I wrote a novel. It's 27 chapters. We're going to make a movie, but we can't use chapters 13, 8, 3. Uh, let's see here. 21, uh, 20, um, and 26. So just make it with the other chapters, okay? Yeah, those, like,
0: those chapters have to go wait in the Aspen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I think they made they made Crazy Horse sit in the Aspen for too long. He's introduced in like the first five
2: minutes, and then we don't see him again until like the last fifteen. And I'm like, right? He was he's the only one th- with insurance. He's the one sitting in the Aspen for so long, right. so, just in case somebody hits the Aspen, right? On a
0: on a on a, on, a, on a on a on a cinematography level, there are way too many close up of Charles Bronson's face. Yeah, you I appreciate know me. Charles Bronson because he's a tough man and he's hard to look at. But I'm like, I get it. He's an ugly son of a bitch and he's going to shoot some dudes. Can we, wanna... can we stop looking at him?
1: You want to know I... my note for for that? What? I, I said, how many times must we be forced to behold Charles Bronson? <laughs>
0: man, Amy. Now that's a song title. Yeah. <laughs>
2: For the for the for the medal of that—that's a freebie. There go. Take that and run with it. <laughs> oh, halfway, halfway there. I already got the bridge written. This movie really
0: pissed you off, Amy, Which brings me to another important plot point: piss, piss. We must make our water on these stones. There was a lot of piss jokes. Crazy, crazy horse is like, "Come, we must all piss on this wall together." And I, I interjected and told Amy, "We must piss together as brothers." <laughs> Yes. Piss. what the fuck like for real what the fuck like, like charlie at one point is just like you smell that and amy and i both said the same thing piss, piss. <laughs> it
1: smells like piss
0: in smells
2: like piss what the fuck oh. this whole movie smells like piss <laughs> The whole thing, and we never, we never found out why those guys wanted to rough up Wild Bill at the beginning.
0: No. Well, like I mean, I guess we didn't really need that. Like they knew that, like they had trouble with him, but we also knew that that army captain was a complete and total moron. <laughs> right it was like a bad it was like bad improv we like well i got it in for a while though because he like shot me from the back and then like the bartender is not doing a yes and the bartender just being like yeah well you're a fucking idiot you were drunk as hell you you shot you shot up a wall you dumb piece of shit you shot yeah. your own fucking horse
1: that was that was the other <laughs> oh. good line because the bartender well, the 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 officer is like
0: you want me as an enemy patty you never did give me goosebumps talk
1: <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> right.
2: shit Right, which is like, I, it's like, are they flirting? That's what I couldn't yeah. tell. Like, are you, y- y'all kiss now. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad, like I said, it was bad improv. Be like, like, he's just like, wait, like, like,
0: like, Pat, come on. Like, yes, and, like, you know, like, you can't no. just keep saying no.
1: No, you didn't do that.
2: <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm going to take all the glory here. <laughs> you done pissed yourself for oh. that gunfight. Come, come on. Come on, hell man. Hell, man? <laughs> And then, and then, like uh, the bartenders were like some weird. Like I felt like the bartenders, it did feel like improv, didn't it? It Felt like the bartenders really wanted to run with like certain plot lines,
1: mm-hmm. and they seemed important. Just, like <laughs>
2: they seemed important. Like look at the other bar, and it was like what a uh, 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 an Irish bartender. Yeah, or something? yeah, I liked him. Yeah, I liked him too. What's his story? I don't know. We saw him for about seven minutes. Yeah. in
1: total. And like so. For Irish bartender. We got Wild Bill, like, that, we're introduced, they're like, to the Republic, they're drinking something. And then he goes, uh, Wild Bill goes off, and then we have like a a long shot of just the bartender's face. And I was like, is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? The the camera is telling me this man is important. And then like, after that saloon scene, never seen or heard of again. Right. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Same with the first bartender who was like the buddy. And then and same thing goes for the the train conductor in the beginning. Wasn't he narrating wasn't there some voiceover from him? I thought he was gonna narrate the whole rest of the movie and then I was like
0: I didn't place him then because he was wearing a different name and he had a strange be in his bonnet. A deadly dream that was eating out his soul. I forgot about that. Yeah, he narrated some mm, shit. And that's the last time I saw Wild Bill, and here's that story. Like, nope, that's... You don't, you, you'll get weird train coot ever again.
1: Yeah, because in the <laughs> beginning he said something like, I'm going to tell you about the last time I saw Wild Bill, and I was like, okay, that's the last we ever heard his voice. It was a short
0: story. Did he die? <laughs> so I was working on the Pennsylvania Railroad, and he woke up in the middle of the night and shot up a cot, and then suddenly we're in Wyoming. I don't know how that works. Choo-choo, bye! That's the last time I saw Wild Bill. That's a dumb story.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, was he in the bar with the other bartender? Is that what happened? Like, were they... Who cares? You know what? Who cares? Like, I just... It was worth it for me to have Charles Bronson from Death Wish as Wild Bill so he could just be like, you son of a bitch, and, like, kill some guys. Like, that... It was worth it for me for that. For him just, like... Being all, I don't know, New York City vigilante architect like he was in Death Wish. Right. In a cowboy hat and steampunk going, right, i will kill you. Bam. <laughs> like, <laughs> made me happy.
1: Oh, man. I did love that first scene where he shot up the bunk in the train and then they slowly pan up that he was in the bottom bunk. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Hopefully no one was in the top bunk.
0: That would have been a great. Po- that would have been a great place for another plot point to never return to. He murders a person, then we never hear about it again. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> anyway, now I gotta get a bag. Of ca- get a bag of cats from the fucking open range. BRB. <laughs> I have Some got Money to know. Python I- shit.
1: I'm gonna find this book and I am gonna read it just to see if the bag of cats is resolved.
2: <laughs> Whew. Well, hold spoiled. on, oh. let me
1: see how long the book is Let's not commit to something <laughs> we
0: can't do. It's either going to be really long Or I bet it's or really short I, wanna, I wonder if it's a short Let's story see.
2: Like, It feels kind of like a short story Well, you know? if,
1: according to the movie The White Buffalo it. By Richard Sale A novel How long are you, book?
0: Published September 24th, 1975
2: 253 pages Yeah, that's pretty standard that- that's doable. I could do that. All right. Especially if you can find out the fate of the bag of cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'll have to read the reviews mm-hmm. to see if it's ever uh, solved.
0: This uh. bo- that, well, the book is all about the bag of cats, in fact. <laughs> they never return to the white buffalo. That's the weird thing. Right. Oh, I'm.
1: I'm very. Uh, I, I'm not feeling very good reading to some of these reviews because they're saying, everyone who's saying that they love the book, they're like, oh, I loved the movie so much. It's just oh. like the movie. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. Oh god.
2: Well. Uh. Yeah. It. It was. I mean, like the plot. If it, it feels like in this discussion about the plot. That we're just jumping around a bunch. But really, this feels like the movie.
1: Like,
2: we're not jumping around a bunch. The plot just didn't go anywhere.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have a hard time summarizing this because nothing happens.
2: Right. A lot of empty space, some shootouts. I really did like the the sound effect of the guy in the mountains who... uh, Wanted to get in a gunfight with Wild Bill at the end. Yes. Well,
0: come on! What are you waiting for? Icar, Icar. Come on! Come on!
2: Because that was definitely some early like delay effects. Like it was weird. That it was weird. That
1: was one of the few scenes. There were a few scenes that I I enjoyed. I enjoyed him getting off the train to the mountain of buffalo bones and that shootout in the sort of mountain valley mm-hmm. cliff thing I thought was really well done and very cool with like his cloak whipping in the wind mm-hmm. and the storm coming in and yeah you know, the echo of him basically saying, Charles Bronson, come out and play <laughs>
0: well, I, I have expected a um down the Wyoming trail moment where like the one guy is just shouting at the landscape and then he gets too. crushed to death by an avalanche. I thought
1: and... that was gonna happen. <laughs>
2: yeah. I would have liked to. Say, uh, that that could have been a very brutal ending to that, mm-hmm. but instead we got I don't know some coot taking out his glass eye. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh.
2: I, I guess if you, I guess if you hire an actor with a glass eye. Like you gotta let him use it once. Well, he clearly didn't have a glass eye. His eyes were moving around. It's, he did not have a glass yeah, eye. Yeah, this is fair. This is fair. <laughs> I just really wanted. To, yeah, that was totally unnecessary. <sighs> and then
1: like Crazy Horse was acting like this is like some kind of black magic. His glass eye, and I was like, I feel like that's maybe not fair. <laughs> well, it's the it's the
0: same like trope that like you know in like every Native American in like a western up until like i guess i don't know the 80s is always like stunted speech and like, like yeah, and like hand signals But, like they they're trading with the whites i'm pretty sure they probably have a decent handle on english come on guys
2: yeah yeah not only that it's like when when charles bronson was like uh um you know they they'll come with better guns they'll they have better technology it's like motherfucker the the native americans at the time used rifles yeah and,
0: like, uh, have you never heard of guerrilla tactics? They're pretty effective.
2: Yeah. Well, that whole like, speech
1: on. that that Wild Bill gave to to Crazy Horse, wh- that was the moment where I was enraged. The movie had, had f- gone from boring to very angering to me. You, yeah.
2: It was. That
0: was like Charles Bronson basically said, you know, like, put in, like, you know, some crackling behind me and be like, you see, you see, little Amy, that's why you should submit to colonialism. Yeah.
1: Well, and like, that was give up thing. now and
0: give us your shit.
1: Because I thought, you know, like, you know, not it wasn't groundbreaking material, but Crazy Horse is basically like, hey, I was born uh, an Indian. Uh, I am fighting for my people and my lifestyle. How does that make me evil? Are you going to tell me it makes me evil to just, like, live my life and want to defend my people? And, like, <laughs> and then it's like, you got Hickok kind of, like, almost, like, put a hand on the shoulder, like, well... It's the white man's turn. Like, oh, man. like what the
0: fuck? Like that somehow and he's
1: makes like it talking right. to yeah. him like like you would tell a child that Santa's not real. And I was like, <laughs> what? what? What?
2: What? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It was really it was fucked, fucked up. up.
1: I was just yeah. like, who wrote this? Go send them to prison. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're white. They're never going to jail. <laughs> <sighs> Too real. Ugh. Too real. <laughs> I know.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, you know. <laughs> Truth I, hurts. I get it, though. Mm-hmm. Truth hurts. But it's, and
2: like... Cops are still getting off scot-free.
1: Mm-hmm. Shoot me with an arrow, crazy horse.
0: <laughs> one... Uh, of the, and the dialogue just got increasingly b- bizarre and disjointed. I thought it was, like, poetry I'm listening to. Oh, man. Uh, and, like, at one point, like... Like, like it's like a, like a hallmark of like late 70s cinema, just like long pauses and wide eyed stares in the darkness because I'm emoting
2: <laughs> to the point where it
0: looked like we we're like, I think I I can't remember who said it, if it was like, I think I think it was Crazy Horse like finally realizes that it's like Wild Bill Hickok. And he says, he says Hancock in such a way it sounds like he's saying, hey, cock.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, cock.
2: Oh, yeah. It it, was, it was truly a bizarre film. Like this this is a relic. I think you hit the nail right on the head when you when earlier when you said it's of the Malay's era and we think you think about it, it's like yeah. Yeah, this sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean like this is this is like in the pre-Reagan days where even even like ultra nationalists were like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know. And then Reagan came along and was like, No, all you got to do is bomb people that don't look like you, and you know, let's go to war in Central America. You know, Let's all laugh at the game. <laughs> oh, oh, it's no, it's good to laugh again.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Sorry, I know he's a monster. We like oh. President Reagan is a monster, and should be shot into the sun. Mm-hmm. It, he should be brought back to life just to be killed again. Launched his, his 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 corpse launched into an open sewer. But now, how how does this line up? Because I'm I'm certainly a fan of the like 70s and 80s angry white guy film. Sure, you know, like as a genre, like I talked about Death Wish, but there's also all those like you know Jean Claude Van Damme movies, mm-hmm. and 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 um, you know just like. Action movies from the seventies and eighties, where it's like, there's nothing really here except posturing, like, dirty, hairy. Oh yeah! It's like, you know, there are guns, there are chases. What more do you want? There's womanizing. Hey, isn't this great for white guys? Now, is this movie in that same vein? I think it tried to be, and then it just it fucked it up. I don't know where it fucked yeah. up, but it's.
0: I'm looking at the car accident. I don't know who started it, but, man, this is just a tangled mess of, like, three or four Dodge Aspens.
1: This does, (laughs) it it feels like, like, it feels like a table read that, (laughs) like, they just, like, this was the first time they were all doing this. And it just, it just felt like a, a super rough draft of a story in a movie, like, wouldn't it be cool if there was a murderous white buffalo? And it's like, yeah, that would be cool. Wild. It, yeah. it, I don't think it knew what it wanted to be. Because the intro, like the, the opening, was horror film. Which I was like, survival horror film mm-hmm. in the Old West? I'm sign there. Me, sign and me up. And then it wasn't that. And then I was like, oh, is this more of like a contemplative like character study of Wild Bill trying to, you know, something more deep, metaphorical thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that it just went way over my head, but I was like, what? I, You know, and then it's like, if it's about Wild Bill, which it mostly was, what is Crazy Horse even there for when he's in the movie for, like, ten minutes?
2: Right. Right. And that, There was not yeah. really good interaction between those not two at characters. All.
1: And they, like, spent one night in a cave, and then the next day Crazy Horse is like, we're brothers. And I was like, but I haven't seen you do anything except, I mean, I guess they saved each other, kind of. That almost seemed more common sure. courtesy than, like, I actually stuck my neck out for you.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. It was like, well, I was going to yeah. kill those
1: dudes anyway, so it just happened to benefit you.
2: Right. Every time something, like, looked like it was going to be interesting, they cut it off at the knees. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this movie felt like the like the chaff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no wheat all chill. Yeah, it's like
1: somebody <laughs> fucked up in the editing room and like there was like okay, this is what this is what we need you to cut and then they cut together all the shit that they were supposed to like burn in a fire.
0: Well, it's like it's yep. like you go y- you go buy a sandwich and you're just like, you know what? It's been a long time since I've had wheat bread, but the deli has like the barest bones wheat bread. It's just like it's just brown bread. <laughs> And it's stale. Exactly. Oh, they just wrapped my sandwich in sandpaper.
2: Uh, well, I guess I'll go out to the Aspen and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, what this movie needs is mayonnaise and some Havarti cheese.
1: Ooh. That would improve it. And and some resolution on the sack full of cats.
2: Exactly. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Havarti. That's what America needs is a sack full of cats. At least... If you're introducing a sack full of cats, resolve a sack full of cats. If you're a, if you're a filmmaker watching this, if you introduce a bag full of cats in the first act, <laughs> address it <laughs> later down the road. Doesn't have to be big. Just just give me a hint. Maybe that's how they like,
0: they 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 stop the 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 white buffalos. They heave this
2: sack full of cats at it. I mean, it's about what Charles Bronson did. He hit the. A charging giant white buffalo with the butt of his rifle.
1: What? Well, yeah. Okay, so that scene. <laughs> uh, so, like, up. He's looking for the place in his dreams where he's seen the white buffalo. Um, and he finally like finds a mad it. Like
0: madman.
1: And he's like standing there with his rifle. And then like when he's getting ready to shoot, he's like, oh shit, my rifle's all frozen. I was like, how have you not checked that? You had so much time.
2: Uh huh, and now, yeah, <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, again, I think that's part of the impotence story. Mm. Like that's that's <gasps> a lot of
1: my god.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you, here's your shot. You got it. It's it's running right at you. It's what you've dreamed of. And what happens? You choke. And then mm-hmm. crazy horse steals it from you. <sighs> and then crazy horse. Mounts that buffalo and rides it into a bloody mess. Malaise. i'm getting I'm getting a little grossed out by the imagery here. S- s- hey, sorry <laughs> would you sorry. would you like to go back
0: to talking about piss? <laughs> uh,
1: I don't think I'm sorry. adult enough yeah. for this movie. Maybe that's the problem.
2: <laughs> These were adult situations. that's for sure. Hey, I guess hey. It was it was a bad one. It was it was so bad. It was it was it was, it was wretched. Cause, oh. But it was a one
1: Like uh, no substance. It, yeah, and it's just like every time something cool would start to happen, it would end the scene and I'm like what is the point of this movie?
0: Like Right. Like you could have a movie without substance. Charles Bronson is 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 proof of that. Like I know we see him bad dudes are going to get shot and it's going to be incredible and i feel like he didn't even shoot any guy any people uh, like he did a couple of times but he just kind of was lazy about it like uh yeah
1: it wasn't enthusiastic he was just kind of like oh shit i gotta shoot these guys yeah they were over yeah. before you know
2: and and I, maybe this is flavored by the fact that we've also seen charles bronson in the brilliant film red sun mm. yes, yes. Which I re—I gotta say, that was one of my favorite westerns that we've watched so far. That was really delight to watch. It- it, there was character development. We we saw Charles. I mean, like it was Charles Bronson being Charles Bronson, but there was substance to the story. Right. And it was about honor, and it was about legacy, and 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 cross cultural knowing about each other, and you know, I don't know, comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I was I was thinking about Red Sun watching this cuz I was like, "Oh, we almost have a similar scenario cuz I thought for sure most of the movie would be him and Crazy Horse hunting this buffalo uh which I was sorely disappointed. But just it just I think that also contributed to me being so angry cuz it's like he's done a movie like this before and he did it so well <laughs> like We've seen a movie similar where we got two people, like different sides of the world, and they teach each other things, and this was just shit.
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. Hot
0: garbage. Flaming hot garbage.
1: <laughs> Stuffed
0: inside of a Dodge Aspen.
1: I would rather. Will watch... I beat
0: this joke to death? You bet I will. <laughs>
1: I would rather watch the Sartana trunk. than this again. Whoa!
0: Then it's settled. Whoa. Then it's settled. Our next movie will be a Sartana, or no. should we save that for February? <laughs>
2: Go to jail.
1: We can watch a Sartana, all right? And I'll be. Oh, is there is there more than just the one? Oh, there's like more than more than should be humanly possible. Oh, I'm aware, <laughs>
0: Pat. We will not run out of Sartana.
1: More than the good Lord should have allowed.
2: Mom, can Mom can we get Sartana? Mom, we have Sartana at home. The Sartana at home. It's
1: just as bad. Don't worry. It's just as bad. Like it the is s- the same. It's the it's the, look, the office the picture. Cool. These two pictures are the same.
2: <laughs> uh way to go! We've memed the we've memed the podcast. Yep, this, yep. the, 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 the Sartana at home. It's like the sets clearly
0: look like, you know, the ones you might see at like a high school production. <laughs> In fact, it is that, a yep. high school production, it's a home movie from 1972. <laughs>
2: Quality has not diminished.
0: <laughs> Bayview High School, class of 72. Senior shows.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: speaking of a high school production, I thought the cave they were in was like a Star Trek cave, like Star yeah. Trek oh, levels
2: of yeah. cave. I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, that yeah. It's you just can't just even sp- find a good
1: cave.
0: It's just spray foam. I mean, yeah.
2: They were already. They had that great location with the with the the, the mountain valley with the snow and the storm and the gunfight. Like you couldn't find a cave around there, buddy. Yeah. Well, caves are dark though, and they obviously don't know how to light a fucking shot. So that's fine. <laughs>
1: yeah, don't 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 make them work too hard.
2: Right. Oh man, I did like the saloons in this one. Do we want to go on to the saloon? Yeah, search? Let's, do, let's break do them uh.
1: down for us, brother.
0: Uh, let's see. So we had a couple of saloons, and the first one was like kind of standard for like your kind of like mid-century American saloon in a movie, you know, it had like a red, uh, wallpaper with like a, with like a beadboard, um, base to it. And the, and the, the wallpaper kind of looked like the back of a playing cart. And that was kind of cool. And it was a neat bar. It was like, it was like, all right, it kind of, it looks like not the saloon, in the Western section of like the Six Flags, but a somewhat better amusement park. Like it's okay. The beer's still going to be overpriced, but at least the food's all right. Right, right, plus defenestration. Exactly, someone's getting thrown <laughs> through a window. Now, the second bar, I want to go there, because I'm pretty sure it was in a t- very big tent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that building was not to code.
0: I, I My, the, my overwhel- overarching uh, statement about that is everything was filthy, but you know what, it looked like they had good liquor there and good beer. And I was just like, okay, so I'm going to sit in this filthy tent with like three dozen other men and said someone's going to get shot or punched i'm going
2: to have a great time tonight i mean i'll tell you this the the most inebriated i've ever gotten has been in shitty tents late at night that weren't up to code (laughs) okay hey like
1: yeah i ain't saying it's not a good time
2: yeah yeah can confirm and like the haze really drove that home Mm -hmm. you know that that was one of the dancing girls behind the behind the sh- the bed sheets. Right? Yeah, the, I was the, like, the, oh,
1: the... makeshift brothel in the corner there. Yeah,
0: the, do- the dollar store <laughs> hookers there.
1: Well, <laughs> she was. I mean, she was going to give that guy one for free later. She was like, hey, come on back. Next one's on me. <laughs>
0: Whenever you get your dick up, come on back.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Good for her.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll be nice to that. Was that was that Charlie? I can't remember. Or was it a uh, random yeah, guy? Yeah, that was
0: that was Charlie. Okay. I also liked that one because uh, the, the the that bar. I liked Mister Bra- Mister Brady, the uh, the saloon keeper. It was a good oh, good. Yeah. It was a solid Irish accent, and he had a picture of Lincoln behind the bar. I'm like, I like him. He's like all right. Damn He's right. all right. Yeah. And damn right. And uh, all, and also that one also had a name. It was called the Frozen Dog Saloon. Um, I will give bonus points to the first saloon in that we got to see Captain Idiot get his ass kicked all over the place.
2: I drink at both those establishments mm-hmm. in order to see Captain Idiot get his ass kicked and uh you know, oh, get fucked up on the fumes and the frozen Dog. Right
0: which which brings <laughs> me back to Captain Idiot. Like he escapes and we never hear from him again.
2: Yep. Yeah. A lot of loose ends in this movie. There's just fringe on this movie I'll be of a, loose ends. Albeit Dutchman.
1: Did he make a, <laughs> it's a it's a fringe jacket of a movie?
0: <laughs> That's it That's all it's made out of It's just fringe Just the fringe though It's,
2: it's not gonna keep Just the fringe It's not gonna keep you Nothing warm Nothing of substance Yeah Just It's, not, it's, it's like a Macho Man Randy Savage fringe It's just It's there It's just there
0: Step into a Slim Jim Oh yeah
2: It's there Doing its thing It's not gonna keep you warm
0: You're not gonna look good And uh, frankly I don't know why you're wearing it
2: <laughs> I bet you think That looks really cool <laughs> But really, it's just confusing to the rest of us. And you're going to die of a heart attack because you do cocaine and steroids all the time. So Yeah, don't do what, that. What a way to live. Now, I mean, I'm no doctor. What a way to die, macho man Randy Savage. We salute you. Uh, also, oh, yeah. uh, let's we, we can take a moment this week for New Jack, who passed away, another pro wrestler <gasps> who did it way too hard, oh. who was quoted as saying uh, when somebody asked him, well, how would you get ready for matches? He was like, well, you know, I did a whole bunch of coke.
1: <laughs> you know what? I applaud his honesty.
2: Yeah. Oh man! If you get a chance, there's a documentary called "Dark Side of the Ring." It's a series that Vice did, and uh, New Jack, his, his profile, who, who, spicy, who. That's it's dark. It's Shit. dark. I might rewatch it, but he's he's uh, he's he's gone, and he's doing fat lines in heaven or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, sorry. Tangent. Okay. Uh, well, let's go to... Um, let's talk about uh, postcard
0: moments, because that is one place where I think this movie does shine, is it does have some pretty shots. And um, I think mine has to go to where you, there's a brief moment where you see the back of the gunman in on, on the mountain, and his cape is flapping in the breeze, and there's a stone in front of him. He's using his cover. And you just see the sweeping down of this mountain in the Rockies, and like a forest on a, on a far peak, and I was just like, "Oh shit, dude, that is too cool of a shot for this fucking movie." <laughs> Didn't it make you angry? Like it did. Like you wasted this. I want to see that guy with the cape. What's he doing?
2: Right. <laughs> What's his whole? How would he get here? <laughs> Have the
1: movie build up to that shootout. How make did he me find care. Bill Hickok? <laughs> Like that was the thing. It was like there were there were moments where I think we were supposed to care a great deal. That was one of them, and I was like, "You've given me no reason to care about this guy, other than they got in a little tiff at the saloon." And I'm like, "I don't care."
2: Got yeah, don't care about it. It was a beautiful scene though. You got yeah. that absolutely right, Stu. I would I would write my mom with that postcard. Stu, you. I saw a shitty movie,
0: but this was cool. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stu, you are you are history's greatest monster because you stole my postcard moment.
2: <laughs> history's greatest moment, Stu Coffin. <laughs> history's, mo- history's greatest monster. I'm sorry. Let me say that. History's greatest monster, Stu Coffin. <laughs> anyway, no. um, luckily my postcard moment has not been taken, but we have discussed it before. It's got to be Charles Bronson in front of that pile of bones. That's pretty wild. That's a good one. Like, man, that's the most badass ever i also enjoyed the uh the scene with crazy horse at the beginning when he built the pyre mm-hmm. on the mountaintop that was cool beautiful. too yes beautiful I, I like yeah. honestly i want to see way more crazy horse like mm-hmm. let's see that it was movie. like
1: i think the cameras right? followed the wrong dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we got b
2: squad what happened to the a squad
0: yeah like, like <laughs> i have expected to be late well here's charles Bronson to go pick his car up from from uh from the garage you know here's charles Bronson going to the bank <laughs> it's Here's Charles got.
1: Bronson taking a piss. <laughs> Here's Charles Bronson not doing jack shit with a bag full of cats. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: I guess you could say this movie left us with. <coughs> Slim
0: Pickens. Oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't get enough of Slim Pickens.
1: I'd rather follow Slim Pickens
2: around. Uh, listen, what do you do with the cats? I How do have to get know. Honestly, these cats. Uh, honestly, make... like, I want to see Slim Pickens stars in a bag full of cats <laughs> in the Old West.
1: I mean, his character seems super interesting. He had like uh, an understanding with The Undertaker, so he apparently has been bringing him lots of bodies. How has that been happening? Also, super nonchalant about. Uh, a dead passenger and the other two random dead bodies they found I'm like what is your life that all of this is like huh
2: throw another corpse in the wagon <laughs> I don't give a shit right 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 like so many plot points that are just like ah don't worry about it he was
1: more excited about the sack full of cats than the corpses in his stagecoach
2: I, I, I f- fucking, a. <laughs> god damn. fucking A god damn it
0: I'll, I'll, oh. I'll be a dutchman <laughs>
2: oh, oh man! yeah well you know it's it, it, they can't all be singers. no so yeah, no. who brought the face oh. here he happens to be a sweet-looking dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> amy has an answer <laughs>
1: charles bronson brought the face but i did not want to see so much of it
0: yeah
2: but but which, I, there are a couple of distinct Charles Bronson faces in this. Is there a scene? Because obviously Charles Bronson brought the, brought the face. The whole movie could have been, just been called Charles Bronson's face in the Old West. Right. You know? He's wearing a hat. So it's like, going to be great. So oh, you, you got a good one. I do.
1: My favorite Charles Bronson face, I think, was the one with the most, I guess, emotion in it, was when he is, they kept like cutting back and forth between his face and then the woods where the buffalo's going to fly out of. Because he just had this look on his face like, finally, finally I'm going to be able to shoot this thing. Finally Um, I can die. Like, I believed that look, but I was like, the movie has done nothing to make me think that you give a shit about killing this buffalo, but that face right there makes me feel like he really, it will give him some relief to kill this thing. (laughs) The movie hasn't done that, but Charles Bronson's face did that.
2: It, 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 that that was that was a good charles bronson face my 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 go to cuz i think it's clear that charles bronson brought the face in oh, this yeah. entire movie my okay okay so my my favorite charles bronson face was the second fever dream where he wakes up firing both of his six shooters from a dead sleep <laughs> potentially injuring or killing many uh and that's when he wakes up uh when uh, what's your face tosses a whole bunch of water on him to wake him up and so he sets up, bolt straight, just, like, dripping. Yes. And he's, like, wild-eyed and, and feverish. And he's got two guns in his hand. And it's like, yeah, sweaty, feverish Charles Bronson face is my, my go-to face for this movie. That was a good
0: face. Mine is, like, after we see him in front of the pile of buffalo bones, there's a close-up on him. And he's got those wicked shades on. And uh, that that's that confident... Bordering on smug look, and I was like, "All right, well, there's the uh, there's there's the the
2: uh, official cast portrait for my uh, steampunk movie." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. In case for you, in case you forgot, you were watching our Charles Bronson movie. <laughs> Here's Charles Bronson's face in every movie.
1: <laughs> God, they did not want you to forget that he was in that movie.
2: Exactly. It, nope.
0: Hey, we paid Charles Bronson. Look, there he is. See him? Check <laughs> it out. See him? Check ha- it out. I got another we'll get- uh, another rant. <laughs> okay. Is it about his mustache and how no. deeply upsetting it was? I mean, sure, yeah, but... Uh,
2: sure, why yeah. not? Anyway. <laughs>
1: but, like, when when him and, and Crazy Horse are kind of, like, buddy-buddying up a little bit, and they kind of do the, like, what are you here for? Oh, I'm, I'm here to kill this white buffalo that murdered my daughter. And he's like, oh, hey, I'm here to also murder a white buffalo that I've been seeing in my dreams and and like crazy horse is like well, well yeah but it, it it murdered my daughter and he's like but uh, uh i saw it in my dreams i should be allowed to kill it and uh, i was like I'm but white. <laughs> but like it murdered a member of my family like the like i was like yeah how is he even being like well i've dreamt of this for no good goddamn reason i was like because i thought it was going to be like oh i'll help you my dreams have led me like, here oh, to assist yeah. you in your quest but no, he's all selfish.
2: No, I, I believe Stu had the right answer when uh, when he said, "He's white. <laughs> yes, he's white. a white man. White. That that is a pronunciation of the H levels of white. White, white as the driven snowflakes or uh, soap flakes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it his. was
1: clearly soap.
2: <laughs> clearly soap flakes. Some potato flakes. <laughs> all or the soap flakes. Just, I mean, like terrible. Just, just terrible. It was bad, y'all. Uh, well, so bad. How do,
0: uh, how do we want to rate this? This this um, on actively on fire dodge Aspen. <sighs>
1: I'll
0: give it one out of five, six Malaises. <laughs> I'll give it I'll give it six out of six beige.
1: <laughs> I'm giving this one nothing. It deserves <laughs> nothing.
0: <laughs> yep, Pat, that's fair. Pat, when you said beige, I imagine like 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 a like a like a like a, like a boat horn that just sound, that just sounds like that. Beige. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs>
2: beige,
0: <laughs> and this followed by not by it, like this followed by. <sighs> <sighs> All right. Well, what's on TV? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go sit over there for a bit. Is Dad still out in the aspen? <laughs> I'm to go sit in the aspen. Check on your father out in the aspen. <laughs> make sure he hasn't. Make sure he hasn't drunk himself to death out there. Take take him this old Milwaukee.
0: <laughs> make sure make sure the garage door is open. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
2: See if he needs more smoke. <laughs> <laughs> this is my happy place. That's the only place, that's the only place he can smoke because the tobacco coloration and, and cigarette burns match the upholstery in the base <laughs> Aspen. The,
0: this episode has been brought to you by the 1977 Dodge Aspen. <laughs> Buy one today. Oh. Or, or don't. I don't know.
2: You do you, man. Go back in time. and <laughs> Buy one. This podcast paid for by the Ford Cortina crew. <laughs> Suck it, Dodge Aspen. <laughs> and also, beige. Beige. <laughs> beige. Brown. <laughs> it's, it's bad, y'all. We oh, forgot bad, the coot bad?
0: watch. The big males battle for the best fishing spots. Oh, well, oh, 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 re- reel it back default. in. before. Well, oh, oh, glad you caught that before I did the outro because then we're not getting a coot watch. Well, you that to was, just cut it and
1: put it somewhere.
0: <laughs> I am glad you brought that up because that was also something that was redeemed this movie is that there were some quality coots. I know what my coot was. Amy, you brought it up. Who's your coot?
1: Oh, probably Slim Pickens as Abel, <laughs> who spoke only in Frontier gibberish the entire oh. time.
2: Well hot damn. Yes.
1: Also <laughs> bonus points for having a sack full of stray cats that he produced oh, from underneath for, the
0: stagecoach. For reasons that remain mysterious. <laughs> I don't think he knew. No, no no. no. someone's giving me money for these
2: <laughs> yeah. was,
1: Where was the I got I, an email about I it? I wanna see the scene of him capturing <laughs> and stuffing these cats into that sack
0: right cuz it's like we have always heard it's like less it's like herding cats he figured it out <laughs> he's a genius he's obviously
2: he's obviously the king of the coots yes. like i'm going to say cross genre <laughs> he's king of the coots right that's how
1: they determine the king is is he who has the most stray cats in a sack
2: <laughs> i think they 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 let in on too much like the coot association of america uh uh local 347 let out too much of their their secret information, mm-hmm. and now we know that in order to be king coot, you gotta herd a bag of cats and take it to an old west town. Well, it's, e- it's and- either that or jars of your own urine.
1: Well, say <laughs> they're they're super lucky because this movie's so terrible that no one else is going to see it, so their secrets are safe.
2: That's it. I gotta say, my favorite coot, and this might be distasteful, limp dick coot, <laughs> Charlie. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, shame. He, uh, shame. Oh. <laughs> but you know what? He was like, he was, he was a shame. But they were nice to him. They and were. You know what? Like, hey man, you know this whole movie is about impotence. Thanks for showing up, bud. Yep, we appreciate it. <laughs> you gave it your all. <laughs> oh, what do you think, Stu? What do you? What do you? Who's your? Coot? Oh,
0: mine is the first coot we see in the movie, which is Railroad Coot who was clearly wearing lapel badges for the Pennsylvania Railroad. I was like, that doesn't run to Wyoming. Who are you kidding? <laughs> that man has never left that rail car. I got transferred to the Union Pacific. We'd be like, well, I guess I live here now. <laughs> <laughs> that man has never, has not seen the outside of that rail car in like 30 years. He is a part of I the mean-
1: train. <laughs> if he
0: steps off onto the platform, he dies.
2: <laughs> well, you, you, know, you know Thomas the Tank Engine, right? Right. Well, they got that idea from that coot because he's always part of the train and he sticks his head up the front and looks like a face. Ah! That's Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes,
1: exactly.
0: The prophecy is true. (laughs) The prophecy! (laughs) An old coot will die on a train and inhabit it forever.
1: His soul will coalesce. (laughs) Give life to
0: the train
2: car. And entertain thousands
0: of British school children and children across the world.
2: Y'all, it, that was, that was incredibly, incredibly bad. That was, and I'm glad we watched it. Today. I am God glad. God I am
1: like, not, not happy at having personally to have watched it, but I'm glad that I don't have to shoulder this burden alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, thank you all for listening. Uh, if, um, you know, please, uh, if, if you like what you heard, if you're entertained by our japery, Please tell your friends, spread the word, how we grow the podcast, how we grow uh, the community. Um, Once again, thanks for listening. I I can't say it enough. As always, ich bin die Hauptscherf, Stu Kaufman.
1: And I regret the flummery of this podcast, Amy McLeod. And I'm a
2: 1977 Dodge Aspen, (laughs) and I'm Pat Jarrett. (laughs) Y'all watch yourselves out there on the on the trail.
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> Starring Charles Bronson and what the fuck happened to my audio Okay, oh, yeah, no never mind. <laughs>